we'd like to take this opportunity to express thanks to our local sponsor, The Hidden Layer, located in Mount Zion. Check out their website at thehiddenlayer.com, where they have all manner of epic swag for sale, including dice, tabletop minis, paint supplies, board games, Magic the Gathering, cards, and more. Their knowledgeable staff are friendly and helpful, and will do their best to help you find just the right pick for your next game night. Visit The Hidden Lair today for all your tabletop needs, where it's more than just games, it's about community. with 150 years of peace, and there have been few calls for heroes in that time. Five years after the king's death, that peaceful time has ended. Darkness is once again moving unchallenged, and we will have three champions soon rise to meet it, though their thoughts of their futures as great heroes or evil tyrants has hardly crossed their minds. Deep in the Noblewood, an expansive forest surrounding the Conclave of Champions, we find one of these young heroes. Setting the scene a little bit, it is it is daytime. Uh, it's a nice sunny day, though there is ample shade from all of the old trees of the Noblewood. And it is, I would say, early springtime, so the air is just that perfect, like, not too hot, not too cold temperature. Jen, if you would mind, could you tell us about your character and what she's up to in this forest? Okay. Well, I am a adult shifter of the boxing variety. I say adult because we age quite quickly, but I would be like a teenager in human years. I am currently sitting in the crook of a tree, just taking in the scenery, watching critters, walk below, maybe the occasional student or whatever, contemplating whether I want to jump down on them or not and scare them. But just just sitting, enjoying nature. Uh, after a bit, I climb down and start picking some wildflowers for my mom because, you know, the first flowers of spring. And I probably did something that I need to make a peace offering for. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to know? I think that's uh, good enough, unless if you want to describe more of her physical oh. features. Uh, she's humanoid in appearance. She's got a, a human face, human body, uh, hands and feet. Uh, she has long fingernails, uh, almost like claw-like, but not quite. A uh, long bushy tail like a fox is currently more white than reddish-brown, but it's shifting to the reddish-brown of summer. She's got little foxy ears poking up out of her head. Uh, rich, uh, her hair is right now is the same as her tail, uh, kind of just molt with the seasons and stuff. Uh, wearing leathers, uh, hood and cloak to be kind of like blend into nature. I think an important question that everyone will want to know is, do you also have human ears? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope, I'm all fox. Uh, we cut the conspiracy theories here, folks. <laughs> um as you're picking some of the berries and some of the first uh, blooming flowers of spring, you notice off in a clearing uh, a stag um, walking with purpose, sort of deeper into the forest. Have I seen this stag before in my forest tricks? Um, you've seen stags, whether or not it, you've seen this one specifically, you're not quite sure. Okay, I would like to kind of go in like a stealthy mode and follow it cautiously. All right, give me a stealth check. Oh. First would, roll of the campaign, folks. I would probably have to get dice out for this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that is important. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say roll that 20? No, probably not. Oh, and of course, I have the crappy dice. Okay, first roll. 
not bad. So stealth? Yeah. Uh, that would be a uh, math here, 19. 19. Nicely done. Uh, do you know how to walk in this forest without disturbing some of the creatures as this is a bit of your home away from home? And you follow it deeper into the forest. Not too terribly far, but another clearing eventually arises and you see the stag walk over to a statue that has been placed in the middle of the forest. And you know it's here. Um, I, I'm not sure if you've ever gone to see it. Um, this is the tomb of the king that mm. recently passed. Um, he is clad in armor. Um, uh, sculpted a little bit younger than what he actually was, but still uh, of a regal old man, human. Uh, the beard carved out of stone that goes to his mid-chest. Um, he's holding uh, he's holding his sword aloft, um, and there is a little bit of something reflective put into the tip of the sword, so it's catching the sunlight, making it look uh, rather inspiring, intimidating. Um, did the stag stay or walk off? Uh, the stag kind of is just hanging around. Okay. Um, and looking around, there are quite a few animals that are just chilling here. Yeah. Uh, I will walk up, you know, still kind of being cautious and stuff, looking about, and uh, I'll place the flowers that I picked for mom at the foot of the statue. Okay. Uh, when you do, you notice that... Um, his sword is placed on inside uh, the stone of his of his uh, monument. Um, not quite sword in the stone, but it is still held fast in there. Okay, I look around. Is there anybody about? <laughs> no, there isn't. Okay, I try to pick up the sword. Okay, give me a strength check. Oh shit! Oh no, that's a seven. <laughs> It is it is steadfastly in there. Um, I, sh- I yeah. shrug. You know, I gave it a shot. Okay, just looking looking at uh, looking at him, which is not someone that you've ever seen depicted in any other th- in any other thing than on a gold piece. It's regal, um, comforting. There is an air to this clearing that is peaceful, relaxing. And at that moment, you do hear a voice in your head of a, of a majorly old woman. But we'll okay. get to that message in a moment. Next, we find ourselves in the Bailey around the old abbey where the Conclave of Champions was placed. Um, quite a measured distance away from the offices of both the Abbess and Professor Rodale, we find our youngest hero. He has placed a small box at his feet, climbed up, gathered a few of the other trainees around him. Would you describe your character and what he's doing, Andy? Absolutely. My name's Flynn. Um, I like fun and having friends. Um, I also really like the darkness, but that's more—that's less me and more my friend Greg. He lives in a jam on my head. Um, I used to be possessed by a demon, but then somebody helped me and they put it in a gem for me. Um, so we just kind of coexist now, and we live a life of just uh, kind of emptiness on the whole. Um, so uh, right now what I'm doing... Oh, I am sorry. I guess I should tell you my class and things. So uh, full name is Flynn... Eller, <laughs> I can't believe I said a name that I can't even pronounce. Eller, Eller Uh I am a level two half-elf bard, um, and I'm haunted by my horrible past. Um, but what I'm doing right now is I would like to put on a presentation... For all of you, um, because when I was a kid, my mom always told me, um, you're not worth much, and you sing sometimes, so I guess do that. And that's always stuck with me. So, <laughs> please, everyone, hold, hold your applause to the end. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who goes along with you. When I get drunk... Well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets drunk next to you. 
and I would walk 500 miles, and I would walk 500 more, just to be the bard who sang a thousand songs to fall down at your door. Oh, okay. Um, go ahead and make a performance check. Okay. <laughs> Weirdly not proficient, but I do... I mean, it's really only one less than if I was proficient because I got jack-of-all-trades. Natural 20. Are you serious? <laughs> First roll of the game, I killed it. <laughs> first, Your first roll. My first roll of the game, that's what I meant, yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, so, the trainees are are um, rather used to you putting on these little impromptu shows. And some of them are better than others. And they definitely let you know. Uh-huh. Uh, this time, something about the bright sunny day after maybe a long winter. Uh, and a jaunty little tune. Uh, really, really gets them going. There's actually a lot of people clapping afterwards. Hey. I, I mean, and don't worry, guys. Greg Greg helped um, during the da 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 does, so you know he's he's pretty much responsible for half that song. But thank you guys so much. Uh, one of them goes, uh, "Well, I didn't hear him again. I'm sorry about that." Um, oh, I'm I'm sorry. <clears throat> did it sound like I just did two da 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 does? Yeah, a little bit, but it didn't okay. really put me off. That's okay. Um, yeah, there were four. Heard- there were four of them. Greg's Greg's shy sometimes but he did a great job okay um i just want to say that uh it was a lot better than yesterday's performance that one was shit yeah that uh, was when i was talking about the chandelier or whatever oh uh, yeah it was a silly song i don't know why i sang that right you know and normally i hate your music um sure no i mean that's all. what my mom always said that's inspired me to to keep doing it um because i know it's bad but if you know you you got to do something i guess Right, uh, but I think you're really learning. So, um, good job on that one. Um, I, I'm sorry. I would, what's would... your What's your name? <laughs> what's your name, good sir? Oh, I'm William. William. Okay. Are you a, Are you a teacher here, or just a, a random person? <laughs> he's like in the like you know him. And he's okay, in the I know. I'm of... like, so William is he just a student? Yeah, he's in the I... he's in the student like uniform. Okay. Are you a singer or a performer of any kind? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I'm no, more good. so like... I appreciate taking notes from people like you, so thank you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of a guy who, like, um, really hits things with, just... uh, with, with a big sword. Right. That sort of... No, I, 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 I can see where you would tie that in as uh, experience to be giving notes on uh, singing. So, so, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, if I ever need any, any... If I ever need to give you any, uh, you know notes on hitting things, I'll be around, surely, to help you with that. Oh, I, re- I would really love that. I mean, if you could make me better at hitting things, I'd be really uh, excited about it. Okay. Um, you know, I'm sorry. Hold on. He just looks up, kind of, like, to his head, like he's listening to something. He's like, well, that's not... I'm sorry. Greg says that... Um, he says that girl that likes you is only interested in you because she's trying to get with your dad. That's weird. Oh man, I had a feeling. Is that true, or I mean, I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't ask that. That's rude. Anyways, just Greg was really insistent on me asking you that question. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's kind of true. That's a that's a real sh- that's a real bummer, man. Yeah. Well, hey, you'll you'll get him next time. Go hit something real hard. Well, yeah, I, I might go to the pits. Okay, I love you. I- I've talked to you like three times. Uh, I I love you too. <laughs> I think we have a. I think we're really bonding. So thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Kind of inhaled a water a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, William kind of saunters off, like really uh, sunken shoulders off to the off to the training pits. Goodbye. Thanks, everybody. And I just kind of waved to everybody, like the other like four people that were standing around. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're all giving you the stink eye after you hurt William's feelings.
Oh, yeah, I mean, that seems fair. I, you know, he didn't really say anything. It was completely undeserved. I'm sorry. <laughs> Most of them just begin walking off. That's probably best. I'd rather not continue this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> One of them goes, uh, could you play it again? The, sa- the same song? Yeah, I really liked it. Are you gonna... I mean, okay. Uh, and he p- puts the box back down and stands up. He's like, this isn't a goof, is it? You're not gonna do something bad while I'm singing. No, no, I really liked it. Okay. When I go out, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who walks along with you. <laughs> when I get drunk... Well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets drunk next to you. I don't really drink, though, is the weird thing, so I don't know why I always sing that part of the song. Is that enough, or do you want me to sing the rest of it? Uh, oh, it's fine. I Sort of the interruption, interrupting of the song sort of uh, kind of ruined the mood for a bit. Oh. But that's fine. Okay. The first one was really good. This has really uh, been a pleasant interaction on the whole with everyone, so I appreciate you being here. <laughs> To, to give that input uh it's it's at that moment you hear a voice in your head uh which is not something that's rare for you but it yeah. is not greg oh it's um, not greg it, whoa no it's not greg so that's a little weird uh it is um it is a matronly voice and we will get to that message in a moment i'm sorry i just say that real quick i was like i'm sorry i'm getting a message and then i, and then I fade out <laughs> yeah um, so, uh, now we head inside the castle walls. I just pictured this, your character just doing that. <laughs> just like... <laughs> For the listeners at home, uh, the, uh, meme that was posted was the Vietnam flashback dog looking, <laughs> looking at the cupcakes. Just like, I'm getting a message! Deactivates window shutdown noise. Like It's it's pretty haunting whenever I'm listening to voices in my head. It's just a real real horror show. God, I don't know how I'm ever going to get through this campaign. Ever. We're okay. going to have a great time. That's all that matters. Keegan's like, cool, another three minute section where they just laugh and I have to cut all of that out. Yeah, that's Wonderful. fine. I'm, I'm completely on board with it. <laughs> all right. So this time in, in the uh, in the Abbey Walls, we find ourselves in a cafeteria. It's not quite lunchtime, not quite uh, not quite time for a late breakfast, and so it is mostly empty. There are a few trainees here, uh, one of them being your character, Steph. Mm. Um, yes. Would you like to reintroduce us to her if people had not watched the uh, the Christmas one-shot? Yes. Uh, hello, friends. Uh, this is uh, my name, Moonlight Frost, or, or you can call me Frosty if you are my friend. And I try to make friends with everybody. Uh, right now, since it is spring, Frosty... Frosty is a tabaxi, uh, fighter, and she is a snow leopard variant. A small tribe of snow leopard folks up in the snowy mountains. Very, uh, she's an outlander, so she's pretty much just lived the rough and tumble, you know, uh, woodswoman life. Uh, she is a fair bit... Older than her classmates. Uh, basically, uh, sort of like, did we decide on GED? Is basically what <laughs> she's here to accomplish. Living out in the woods did not really give her many uh, educational opportunities. So while she does have uh, what we would call street smart, sometimes she is not very overall smart. <laughs> Uh, right now, since it is spring, beautiful, fluffy Frosty is blowing her winter coat. So everywhere that Frosty goes, there is trail of fluff. <laughs> and since Frosty is in the cafeteria, probably is not appreciated at all. <laughs> uh, there are like uh, three very low-level trainees... Uh, and they are sweeping furiously behind you every time you go back up to the um, the line to get more food. 
Um, and that's frequently f- because Frosty is always hungry. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine you're on your like sixth, uh, like turkey leg. Oh yes, just right the, off the, the bone. If pretty much if you have not gotten turkey legs before Frosty arrives, you will not get turkey legs today. <laughs> um, you come up to the uh, um, the sneeze guard, uh, and the. the the trainee behind there uh, just sees you come up again and just looks so done with just serving you <laughs> serving you these these uh, things. Hello, little friend. One could not help but notice that there is no more potato salad at lunch. Where is potato salad? Still hungry, yes? <laughs> One more turkey I, I, leg. I... Just, like, slowly piling things on a plate while requesting potato salad. Like... <laughs> He may not even know what potato salad is. There hasn't been any for a while, but Frosty always asks. <laughs> well, you you kind of ate all of it. Um, there isn't any more. We don't actually have even any more potatoes to continue making potato salad until but, next week. But, but no potatoes. N- no, you ate them. <sighs> Well, more turkey then, please, please, more turkey. And she like moves her arm to gesture and just aura, just fuzz, just fuzz, <laughs> just leaving fuzz. Um, uh, he turns back and goes, "Yeah, we're gonna need another another tray, probably two. Ah, uh, look at you are preparing, very nice, very thoughtful. Yes, I. You could just bring to this table over here. You don't even have to put it back out here. You could just bring to me. Yes, and then these poor tired boys could stop sweeping behind me. Yes, I could just go sit just right over there. You see, that's where my my table gestures in a direction, just like a random direction. <laughs> Um, the, the cafeteria worker just sighs and goes, yeah, yeah, I'll just have them brought out to you. I just like, Frosty claps him on the back, just like, thank you, you are kind, such kind gentlemen, young gentlemen, thank you. Thank you, friend. Oh, you just got hair all over back here. Um, oh, sorry, you know, it is just a spring thing. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Uh, have a good day. Walks away. Okay. Um, eventually. Takes pile of food and walks away. Eventually, two whole trays of turkey legs are brought out to you. And as you're about to chow down, you get a message inside your head. And now it is time for those messages. Um, mm-hmm. They're all the same, minus the name chain. So a combination of Flynn, Frosty, and Kit. Would you please join me in the center chamber as quick as you like? Okay, I guess I'm going to go get lunch then if it's as quick as I like. I'm kind of hungry. Can I bring my lunch with me? I just got more refill. <laughs> please? <voice? laughs> Who are you at? I'm just like talking to the ceiling in the cafeteria, just out doesn't, loud. Doesn't fully understand how magic works. It's just like, hey, where's just that like, come? Where are you? I just got refill. Please, can I bring it with me? Hello, hello, voice. <laughs> um, so a second, a second message will come to those who spoke. Uh, Frosty, you get. You can bring a little bit of your refill. That should be fine, as long as you don't make a mess in the center chamber. Just a little and... bit. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, just starts loading up like a <laughs> like a little baggie. Not a bag. Like a, it's basically like a cloth bag for some reason. She just has a cloth bag that she starts filling with turkey legs. And ties it off so it's secure, and then just like a hobo sack this, of meat. Basically, a hobo sack of meat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's just like a a dark splotch of grease is starting to congeal at the bottom almost instantaneously. That's uh, all right. It's washable. It's okay. <laughs> it will be fine. Uh, so then, where do we want to go? We going to this chamber? Okay, we go. Uh, Flynn, you get uh huh. Um, the quick as you like was um. Uh, just a politeness. 
Oh, that's no, okay. No I got some. I got some grass in my pocket. Anyways, I'll just eat that on the way. All right, bye. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I he basically started... told the principal, "I love you. I have grass." <laughs> I love him. I start heading that way, but as I'm going, I'm picking more flowers. Okay. You can reply to the abbess as well. I know. I just start going. I figure I'm in trouble. <laughs> and that is why you're her favorite. <laughs> so eventually, uh, you all arrive into the central chamber. Uh, this room is mostly... It is... It was converted from a chapel, so there is sort of a central staging area that is a, pl- a raised platform. And then all around the room are paintings that have been added later on. And it is all lit in a beautiful array of colors as the one window is a stained glass sun. Some of the paintings show deeds of heroes throughout time, times of darkness. But as you get closer to sort of the more um, recent paintings... It is all exploits of the king when he was much, much younger. Uh, one, you see him riding on a floating dragon skull. There's just it's just the skull. The eyes are gems. The teeth are also gems. He's on top of it, stabbing his sword down. There is another of him uh, reaching for someone's hand as a massive tidal wave is about to sweep uh, them away. And the last one, where he stands victorious over someone who you would all know to be the worst of the worst. And that is the person who ruled your country before the king took place, or took his throne uh, 150 years ago. And this is Baron uh, Baron Ulrich. Um, His purple cloak is ripped and tattered and stained in his own blood, and uh, there is a crack forming in his faceless black mask. Um, And the king stands victorious, if not just a little bruised, um, as a much younger man. Yeah, it is very much like that, Andy. Thank you. Uh For the listeners, Andy dropped into the chat here a beautiful tapestry. From nowhere in particular... Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> not at all. A nondescript tapestry, not from anything. And you'll just have to figure out what that joke means as the campaign continues. Yep, just uh, a nondescript uh, um, tapestry, tapestry like <laughs> like ones you would grow to expect. Yeah. Okay, so we're here. Yeah. Uh, all right, so inside this room are only uh, two of the teachers here. Well, mostly one. Um, it is the abbess, uh, this old woman, um, like human years, probably in her eighties, um, a little hunched, uh, with age, she's wearing fine clothes, um, has her hands crossed over her staff or her walking stick rather. And next to her is a bit of a younger man. Um, Keegan, if you would like to describe your character. So Standing next to the abbess uh, is a gentleman who stands roughly about 5'10". He has close-cropped brown hair, and he has a very weathered face, uh, either from age or from just his experiences on the road. He wears leather armor with two scimitars uh, hilted to his sides. And probably one of the most prominent features that he has is he has one eye and one cu- one uncovered empty eye socket. Pleasant. <laughs> I just imagine Flynn saying that every time. That's my dad. <laughs> Flynn, we've gone over this. I am not your dad just because I took you from your home. You put the you put the you put the bad guy in the gym, and then my my dad, when we were leaving, he says, "That's your new dad now, forever." Bye. What? By comparison, you're much nicer than my dad. <laughs> There's just this look of exhaustion 
across Redale's face. Okay. All right. Hi, Abbas. Uh, it, you can just call me Meredith. Um, well, if you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that you're all wondering why I've asked you here today. That would be helpful. <laughs> yes, why are we here? Please, go on, tell, uh, tell this Frosty. Is a really, this is a cool room. Children. I know we've been here before, but I just think that every time. It is very cool, Flynn, yes. Well, it is... Come to my attention that, um, well, from Redale here, that you've all reached your potential as far as you can here in the Conclave of Champions. Does that mean we have to leave? Well, you can take a post as okay. an employee here, of course, but normally one takes time for adventure first. Sweet. Okay. He kind of Come on, Flynn, it'll be fun. Okay. No, it's it's just yeah. Say say more things. I I just I'm gonna. Greg's talking to me. I'll just listen to him for a little bit while you guys are talking about big boy stuff. Nope, nope. In- Flynn, Flynn. Redale like snaps a couple times. Uh, no, no, you you pay attention to this conversation. Don't pay attention to the conversation you and Greg are having. I swear, Redale, you're just like my mom. She always said I love you, but but your father and I just don't like you. <laughs> well, that would be the difference, because I don't love you. I love you. Flynn, you're making this really hard. It's okay. I'll just talk to Greg then. Bye. No, no. <laughs> Redale? You're Redale. Yep. yep. <laughs> Flynn. Flynn. You pay attention to this conversation. Don't okay. pay attention to the conversation. DM right. question: Do we know each other, the three of us? So like, or I mean, like on some more than acquaintance level yet? Or this is? Are we standing in this room, like talking to each other about two for the first time? Like, what's our relationship with each other? There are about five hundred students currently in the Abbey. Um, okay. So you all have absolutely seen each other, bumped into each other, might have tossed some. Okay. You know, pleasantries here and there. Or you could be close friends. That's up to all of you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to assume I don't really know these two very yeah, well, but I've seen same. them. I, and I, I just look at them, and I'm like, okay, Dad, sorry, I'll pay attention. But first, can... um, Gosh, this... I feel bad asking. Am I, am I allowed to pet you guys? Because you guys look really pretty, and you have really nice fur. I will make deal with you, small one. Okay. You can brush tail, and there's just big fluffy tail out from under cloak, like the biggest fluffiest fucking tail you ever did see. Um, uh-huh. Unfortunately, every time it moves, like a big puff of <laughs> fluff just <laughs> gently floats off, and you know through the sunbeams and drifts away, and then lands on the floor around their feet. <laughs> Whoa! So uh, Frosty just busts out a brush and, and tries to hand it to Flynn. Little to... one, if you brush tail, uh, then yes, you may pet. Is fair trade? I think. Absolutely, miss. Thank you so much. I back away from Flynn. Okay. All right. And nope. He's just—he's just so into just just doing this right now. He's like content now. Finally, so. I really hope this doesn't awake anything in Flynn. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Flynn's a Flynn's a furry now, guys. <laughs> You guys are dirty birds. Flynn's 15 years old. Get over yourself. Oh, shit. I forgot. I forgot. That's how Flynn learned one day he would be a furry. I don't think I've ever been called a dirty bird before. That's okay. That's okay. I think he was was talking to me. Oh, y'all. You're all guilty. But, yes. uh, The shedding is out of control. So, if you brush, you can pet. Easy. Yes, little friend. Oh, okay. Resplendent. Very nice. I do it. I do. I brush. And I listen and I pay attention and listen like a big boy while I'm doing it. Can I say something gross? Oh Uh, god, please no. (laughs) How gross? It's 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 not a dirty bird thing. Okay. What is it? What if what if some of the floof gets in Redale's eye hole? 
See, that's okay. <laughs> that's actually a wonderful. That's a wonderful point, Riddell. What do you do? I what mean, have you been doing to prevent pet dander in your empty socket? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean. You I didn't think have... you were going to have to answer this question in this game, did you? You know <laughs> what? just wasn't ready. If, if we're going to go down this road, Riddell <laughs> has no qualms about just sticking his finger in his eye and scooping it out. Oh. <laughs> Listen, we deserve oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. Yes. Andy, please. Okay, Abbas, what's up? What's up? Tell me things. Well, of course, it's not quite time for graduation just yet. There is a bit of a bit of an old ritual that I've come to understand where you all must prove yourselves before getting your brooches. Okay. Another test. Well, not not a pen and paper or, well, quill and ink test. Good. I do not spell very well. I know. I'm quite aware. <laughs> homework's homework's my favorite, though. I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. It's more of a test of who you are as people and your abilities to work together. Do what? I get to play with the kitty and the fox? Oh, dear. This is I the best day ever. As, I wouldn't... If, if you don't mind, may I interject here? Of course. I'm, it seems that I'm having a little bit of a hard time uh, bringing them into focus. Rodeo lets out a shrill whistle. You each have been selected based upon your certain proficiencies to form the first graduating class of the Conclave of Champions. Now, as is something to adhere to tradition, there is a graduation trial where you must prove that each one of you can work and function together as a team before you can call yourselves true champions in the land of Orin. Do I make myself clear? And he looks directly at Frosty. Uh, <clears throat> Frosty awkwardly looks away and fiddles with the bag of meat. <laughs> Flynn puts the brush down and looks at attention to to his dad. Uh, yes, yes, perfectly clear. But why, uh, why, why, why with children? Uh, I'm not capable enough to go without children. No offense, children. But uh. They are so small, and I am so big. Big Frosty. Rodeo turns his empty eye socket uh, towards Frosty, and he says out of the corner of his mouth, because there are some things that you cannot do alone. Frosty looks down at Flynn. I'm never alone. Oh, yes. So I've heard you have a built-in friend. Is that is that right? Friends, friends, an interesting choice. But yeah, he's certainly there. Ha. Huh. I see. Hmm. And what is it you want us to go do? Now, what? Where? Where you send us? We will. Uh, where and then trust. when? Where and when? Do we have to yeah. go immediately? Right now? In the middle of lunch? It's not in the middle of lunch. And Waves a turkey leg at him. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> is lunch time for, for yes? Anybody want turkey leg? There is plenty. I brought a refill. I'm sure, all full. I'll take one. I'm all full on grass, but thank you so much. Okay, gives kids like let you choose out of the bag. And I start eating. There's only a little bit of fur on it. Oh, like just just a tiny bit. It's like it's like salt and pepper. It's seasoning. <laughs> I take I take bits of fur off of as I eat. Uh, Abbas, the Abbas turns to Redale and goes, 
Are you sure these are the best candidates? You should have heard me sing today. It was beautiful. Don't let their appearance of incompetency fool you. I assure you that I hope it's just a ruse. For their sakes, I do agree. I was actually going to consider William for graduation. William? William? That's little bully? What? Hmm. Oh, I talked to him today. And was William kind to you? Oh, no, but I I kind of, like, Greg kind of helped me, though, and he kind of supported me. I love William. I love everybody, but... Um, but yeah, he was being a little bit, I mean, he wasn't being rude. He just was kind of maybe, he was giving a lot of notes on singing lessons. Um, and I just was asking, I was like, do you have any reason to think you're good at that? And he said, no. Um, so he was just being a little silly, I guess. He's a goof. (laughs) Just a goofy, goofy Gus William. That's what I always call him. (laughs) Word in the cafeteria is that he is, uh, oh, how did they describe him? What is word? Uh, douchebag. I don't know what it means. Must be one of you inlander words. Never heard it before in mountains, but douchebag is what I've heard. Yes? Is that right? Yes. This is the central chamber. If you could watch your language a little bit that would be nice <laughs> sorry i forget myself when i come inside uh. abbas with all due respect abbas yes please i understand your reasoning for wishing to graduate william however the boy is a dullard he is no sharper than a board used to build a barn and the only way you could make him sharper is by driving a nail into him I assure you, these three are more than capable of doing what you believe. Colorful as always, Redale. Indeed, I will, should they choose, continue on with their graduation test. That being now, as it is most assuredly not lunchtime, you all travel into the catacombs below this very room, and take the test. Are we allowed Gre- to get our gear? Yes, of course. Greg loves that place. I've never been there, but he says it's really cool, so I'm excited to go. It is not safe, exactly. So keep your wits about you, and you should be fine. Okay. We got this. Why not? Why not? It is a good day for adventure. Every day is a good day for adventure. Frosty love adventure. Little friends, what say you? Shall we adventure? Oh, I yes. am so uh, excited. This is going to be amazing. <clears throat> Perhaps it will even be a, <laughs> a daring adventure. You, oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> it could be that, too. Um, but I'm going to... I'm just. Is it okay if I just, like, you guys will be my sisters? Is that fine? I always like to think of everybody as family. That's my dad. <laughs> and she's my grandma. Oh, dear. Frosty uh, looks at at both of them. <laughs> at, the, at the abbess and her tail. All of a sudden, Flynn's demeanor completely changes. He stands up very straight and just says, I will protect you with my life. Both of us will come to your aid and will assist. And he looks at the abbess and says, you have nothing to worry about. We will do this test and we will show you that we are worthy of this, of this title. And then all of a sudden he just like kind of loses consciousness for half a second. And then he's like, okay, well that was weird. All right. But yeah, we're ready. Let's go. Oh, okay. Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, uh. Okay, interesting child, fox fox child ladies, and big kit. What could possibly go wrong, I suppose? This is gonna be fun! (sighs) Uh, DM, where is the entrance to the catacombs? Um, as you all get ready, um, and, uh, your gear has been brought into the room already, anticipating... Okay. Uh, from your rooms. And uh, she just 
uh, lifts up her walking stick and brings it down onto the stone twice. <laughs> and then you hear the grinding of stone as um, a door uh, where there previously was none on the opposing side of the room just opens and you can see a staircase leading down okay, into so, darkness. So we have our weapons and gear and all that nice cool stuff you said, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I grab my bag. Sling it over my shoulder and head on down. I get my get, stuff. Get stuff ready and on we go. Redale does not follow you, nor does the abbess. Oh, man. Goodbye, friends. As you go down, the abbess calls out, uh, Children, please send my love to Sir Belvedere when you see him. Sir mm-hmm. Belvedere? I was going to do that anyways, but thanks for adding that in there. <laughs> As you turn around to talk, the uh, the grinding of stone happens again, and the door drops okay, bye. behind you. <laughs> Before we go on, can either one of you see in the dark? I can. I believe that I can as well. Yep. Dark vision. Cool. Do you care if I go first? It's so wonderful when you have a party that all has dark vision. So you don't have to friggin' light torches? Yeah, it sucks when there's one person that can't. You're like, great. (laughs) Yeah, I have have a party of a half-elf, two fire genasis, a tiefling, and a dragonborn. And the dragonborn is like, I can't see anything. I'm blind. <laughs> dragonborn are the worst. Anyways, <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah, I can see fine. So I'll and I say, yeah, that I think that's a good idea. I'll kind of, I'll kind of hang back here. Like, if you guys ever need help, let me know because that's kind of what I'm good at is just helping people. Because I'm a really helpful little boy, and I like helping people because that's what my mom always said was that if you know you, you can't help yourself, but you can help other people, huh? So, anyways, I'll shut up. <laughs> Bye. So what was with that voice? What voice? You talked in a weird voice a few minutes ago. Somebody's what I said. Rather like somebody else's voice came out of tiny body. I don't know what you're talking about, but... Um, I mean, sometimes Greg, Greg talks to me sometimes, but I don't know. He doesn't normally talk to other people. What, what does Greg look like do what oh he doesn't look like much of anything he's just kind of a a spirit of an evil uh demon inside of my body oh that sounds very unpleasant little friend i'm sorry i should say he used to be in my body now he's in a gem on my forehead see and i point at and kind of knock at it just like reach out and just poke the gem (laughs) greg says greg doesn't like that if you could he actually said he actually said he really does appreciate your fur and you're very pretty, but he doesn't appreciate that. Oh, sorry, friend so Greg. Uh, just like gently pats the top of your head, just like super gently. Like, okay. Okay. Well, that's a little demeaning, but thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, you want to keep going now? Yep. Frosty still doesn't know how to act around children. <laughs> I... Or teenagers even. Like... <laughs> I would how how long does this stairway look to be? Uh, or are we it, going down right stairs? Yeah, it goes down probably um, six flights of stairs, uh, with each each flight ending off in a little um, uh, four foot long platform, la- uh. la- like a just a quick little landing, and then it continues going down. Okay, and. As you get deeper into this roughly hewn stone uh, tunnel, um, it gets colder, and there is a smell of ancient rot down here. Mmm, my favorite. As we get closer to the bottom, I want to go stealth and go like 10, 15 feet in front of them looking for traps and things. Okay. You're so sneaky. Shh. Okay. Get, first, give me a stealth check. Let me roll that. Can, can I also stealth with her since I am <laughs> proficient in stealth? Uh, you may. That is a fourteen for stealth. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm actually proficient in stealth too. So <laughs> that's a that's a nine in stealth. So not proficient enough, it seems. 
<laughs> Apparently. Uh... <laughs> I rolled a four. I see four. Frosty like falling over, and I'm just like, you know, I think I'll just stay back here. Actually, just trip over my own tail. Just, oh shit! <laughs> what the fuck? See the you, dark fucking bra? You can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes. Kit's rolling her eyes. Just least graceful kit ever. Kit, you get low to the ground and are sneaking around, and stone is not your forte. Uh, to sneak around in, but you are keeping your the pads of your feet uh, light on on steps, and you're pretty proud of yourself. And then you hear just a bumbling, huge cat person behind you, just, just making so on much the noise. Tile and stone, like like I said, my back is turned, and I'm just rolling my eyes. Sorry, 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 sorry. If she actually is like sneaking pretty well, it's just that she keeps saying sorry like out loud. <laughs> exactly. I guess Flint's Flint's hanging back for a second just to see like what way to be summoned because he's being a good boy. <laughs> Come, little one, let us go. I'm actually gonna wait for the other one to to tell me because she seems a little more responsible. Oh dear. So, I, do I see any traps or anything? Uh, give me an investigation check, and you can add your proficiency bonus even if you're not proficient, because you're you're roguey, you know traps. Uh, what did you say? Investigation or perception? Investigation, um, and you can add your proficiency bonus if you're not proficient. Oh, dang it, I can't roll today. Oh, mm, well... That would be a eleven. Eleven. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any sort of trip wires or anything that you are familiar with. Whether or not this room is trapped, you you can't say for certain. Okay. Hey, do you want me to come look? I'm like yeah. pretty, I'm like pretty good at everything. Yeah. Like, not like come great, but I'm like pretty good. Okay. It seems so. It seems safe. I'm gonna try and stealth too. Even though we're talking out loud. Okay. He rolls uh, 6 plus 5, so 11. So he does fine. Okay. So right. you're, you're sneakier than uh, Frosty is. Okay, good. Um, and then I'm going to investigate the area as well. I'm going to look okay. around. I'm, I can get down a little bit farther than you because I'm a little bit smaller. Okay. But he, I rolled a natural 5 plus... Four or no, uh, plus four, so nine. Whoops. I want to try. Should I try like a perception check and see if I can? <laughs> we're just all looking around so hard, like we're inspecting so things. Hard. Frosty's just kind of generally looking around. Okay, fourteen plus three, seventeen on perception. Does that help me at all? Is that is that useful? <laughs> all right. Um. So you two, you don't catch any sort of traps in this area. Uh, Frosty, you are less looking for traps and more just just checking the vibe of the place. The vibe. And focusing your senses, you you smell that old rot a little bit clearer than uh, these two. It's not very pleasant, uh, but you just kind of turn your mind to your bag of meat and enjoy the smell of the turkey legs, and that's better. Um, hearing there are a few drips of water that echo through the cavern, um, quite a lot, um, in a, in a, it's, it's sort of relaxing after hearing it, it is, it is on beat, um, and it could almost hypnotize you if you let it. Mm. Other than that, just a long tunnel ahead of all of you. Well, no time like the present to move forward. Yes, friends. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess the alternative is just sitting here, so let's go. There's no point in waiting for the adventure to come to us. Let us go find it. Mm -hmm. Together, all three of you make your way as stealthily or unstealthily as you do down this long hallway. And as you're getting closer to the tomb proper, you see in the walls uh, skulls. Um, just piled on top of each other. The the walls become less stone and more skulls. It's it skulls all the way down. I know, Greg. Listen, 
You don't have to keep telling me, oh, I like that. Like, I know you like it, so just relax, okay? Frosty, being the strange cat person that she is, uh, as they pass, will sometimes stop to sniff a skull. No, no particular skull, just, just sniffing things and touching them and looking at them and uh, just enjoying it probably way too much. There is one skull that has kind of come loose from the uh, uh, the the wall of skulls, for lack of a better term, and it looks precariously balanced. Hmm. Who who would notice that? Everyone, just or just me, the dingus? I wasn't looking sniffing. at the skulls. I was looking at like the floor and stuff. Uh, just just you, as you are sniffing the skulls and investigating them. Well, maybe Flynn, too, because Greg. Oh. Yeah, Greg was like, yeah, Greg was kind of having me check them out for him, so. Not sure if should take skull off wall. There is loose skull in walls of skulls. Yeah, Greg Greg says he wants that for keepsies, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to do that. Like, Greg, sometimes you got to put your foot down. Hmm. Okay. Kit, can you tell if it is some kind of booby trap, just in case? Do I not can... wish to take Skull down and have tunnel rain on us or I yeah. something. I can yeah. try. Say, so, Kit, can you look at this? Yeah. I'm assuming that's an investigation. Yeah, same same as Check for Traps. Oh, mm, mm. mm-hmm. I, I think it's mm. fine. I rolled a... Uh, let me see here. I rolled a... Eight... <laughs> Eight total. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, Flynn Flynn rolled an investigation too, and he rolled a nat one, so don't worry about it. Uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm at least gonna try. Uh, I rolled a three so, plus five. Oh. Uh, how and about it a seems 10 as if your luck continues, Jen. Plus. Uh, a, so that's the dice. Two. So twelve. Twelve. Oh. What do you think, little friends? It does not feel right to me. I mean, is there anything else? I mean, does the hallway keep going, or is it just we're at the end of the thing with these skulls? Uh, it goes down a little bit further and then curves, so you can't quite see the what okay. could possibly be the end. Well, we can, like, stand back and, like... Does it look like it comes out or pushes in? It doesn't look like either, given your, your roles. Um, it more just looks <laughs> like... It, it just... <laughs> It just looks more Doesn't to you, look Frosty. Like shit is what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, I, I was trying to put it nicely. Uh, more so with your with your role, Frosty. It yeah. looks more just like like a prime a prime candidate for a quick little gravity test. Well, uh, we are supposed to be team, yes. Learning about uh-huh. teamwork. Do you think we should just go on, or should we take? Just take it and investigate. What do you think, Kit? I can I can sing you a song if you want to check it out first. I know well, it seems it seems unrelated now that I say it that way, but I we don't know exactly help. what we're supposed to be doing down here, right? We're just supposed to come down here for the final test. They didn't. The they, test. they didn't say what the test was, right? Just basically to to survive, I guess. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Yes. I, I figure it'll kind of reveal itself. It did say we're supposed to say hi to some guy for her. So. Sir, Sir Belvedere. Yeah. Sir Belvedere. Well, I, we, Belvedere. we could. I don't care. If you guys want to take it, okay, I don't care. It looks kind of cool. Frosty reaches out. Don't! And sort of... mm-hmm. I, maybe, I don't know. I just feel like maybe Kit. I mean, if you're okay with it, like, would you be okay grabbing it? Because I just feel like you're, like, better at grabbing things than, than Frosty. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be mean because I like Frosty a lot. She's really fluffy, but, like, sometimes she just, like, trips and stuff and falls over, and you're, like, really sneaky. I didn't sound. Is, is there something you wish to tell me, little one? I think you're, like, you're, you look really strong, and you have great fur and stuff like that, but just, like, for, like, specifically for grabbing things, like, I think she might be better at that. I oh. I can. Would, would it make you feel better if you guys stood back a little bit? Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Don't worry about a thing, because every little thing is gonna be all right. Do 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 do. And I give I give Kit 
uh, inspiration. I'm assuming that's a D4? D6. D6? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's on, like, saving throws? It's uh, checks? Abil- I think it's on yeah, ability checks, attacks, and saving throws. Okay. Well, with that, I motion them to go back, like, ten feet or so. And... Uh, does so quietly brushing tail. Okay, I'm going to pull out one of my daggers, and with, like, the point of the dagger, I'm going to pry the skull out. Okay, uh, give me a sleight of hand check. <sighs> I knew that. Do I have to roll inspiration first, or after? You could do it after. Yeah, okay. before you know the result, but after you know, oh. like, you hear the number. No, that's fine. I rolled a 19. So Ooh. sleight of hand, that's going to be a 25. I was going to say a million. <laughs> okay, uh, the last little bit of detritus that is keeping this skull on you chip away expertly with your dagger and the skull comes loose nothing happens you just have a skull now you just have a skull i have a skull oh uh, yeah i mean maybe like i you can handle it for now but like greg says he really does want keepsies on that later if if it's still okay no you can have it i don't want it okay i take it immediately and i just like put it up to the thing i'm like we got it we did it and then I stick it in my bag. Let's go. All right. You guys walk for another about a, a short five minutes. And it is it is skulls along the walls all over. Um, and the ceiling is getting a little bit lower. Not quite so much that you have to duck just yet, Frosty. Uh, but it's getting close and a little cramped you can no longer walk side by side you have to walk single file so if i can get a um if i can get a marching order i will go first i'll go second i guess i'll go uh, in the back all right the little boy holding up the rear that's I, terrible uh, actually i, I don't of, like what you yeah. said <laughs> It feels, like, it feels like there's been a, an overly generous amount of sexual innuendo about this child <laughs> no, 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 no. There has not. There I has like, not been. I feel like the school isn't a safe place for me anymore, so I'm glad that I'm leaving. <laughs> I need an adult. Well, that would be a, that would be Frosty. Huh? Huh? She's like chewing on her tail. Huh? I, I, I'm just, I'm just really excited for the, the scene where Frosty uh, explains uh, Stranger Danger. Oh, no. You see, little friend, when someone whom you do not know approaches you, you are not supposed to tell them that you love them. That is not that is not the way. This is not the way. It seems like an awkward time to be having this conversation. <laughs> um, there's just skulls everywhere. Frosty's just blocking this tunnel with her fat ass, explaining the <laughs> danger of strangers to this young person. <laughs> it's okay. I'll always look to you for matronly advice on things, so... Keegan, for the love of God, please, please <laughs> edit this in post so we don't look like terrible, awful people. Hey everyone, sorry to break your immersion here, but I felt it was very important to point out. The dungeon stepdaddy specifically asked me to edit that part out. Suffice to say, I decided against it. Now back to your show. You, you hit the curve, walked about five minutes, and stands before you just a door. Wooden with a brass knocker and doorknob. Should we knock? Uh, let's check to see if it's trapped first. Uh, go up and check for traps. Give me, give me that trap check. Give you that trap check, which is investigation, correct? Yes. No, can I still use inspiration? Yeah, you still got it. Okay, that is a. 11. As you look around, um, once again, you don't see any of the, of the simple traps that you, that you notice or that you, that you know. Looks fine. Um, I don't know how helpful it'll be, but I, can I do an investigation check as well? We're all here. I might as well. Yeah, go for it. Uh, four. Four plus two is six. Frosty just trips uh, while investigating something above her and just kind of falls just flat on her face. 
but turns it into a an almost graceful cat roll, and then just kind of lays on the floor for a minute. Yeah, meant to, <laughs> meant to do it. Absolutely. Totally on purpose. Totally fine. Like examining her paw, her big not hand exactly, but kind of paw. Like <laughs> we are the yeah. best. I trust your judgment. Nope. I think we should just open it because if you say there's nothing on there, I think there's nothing on there, and you guys are smart, so. Okay. Yes, very, very smart friend. Frosty, yes. you want to go first? <laughs> Absolutely. And she like, gets up off the floor, does stretch, cracks knuckles, and then... So this door is unlocked, is that right? It's just here? Uh, you have not tested to see if it's locked. <clears throat> well, it's probably... I sing a, I sing the same song for, for Frosty, and I just, you know, tell her everything's going to be all right. And now you have a D6 inspiration. It's very motivational. I like. I like the sure. cut of ch- of young man's jib. Yeah. He is he is brilliant. Someone argues very singing nice. outside the door was not a wise choice, but here we are. It is done now. Uh, uh, Frosty tries to open the door gently at first, just to see if it's locked or not. All right, it opens. Oh, okay. We slowly open the door. We don't just like Resident Evil Four kick it in. <laughs> we're, we're going slow first. Uh, inside is a circular room, and on a center pedestal, like there was in the central chamber, um, is this fantastically built coffin of a dark uh, a dark oak with gold lining in the center of the room, and from that coffin. You start to see a mist form, and then the body of a man, utterly translucent. A ghost, oh. if you will. Oh, the spirit. You guys see me, like, just real quick, I'm like, well, gotta get to work. And I pull out three wooden stakes, a holy symbol, and a flask of holy water, and I'm just like, just in case. Just in case.